Panthers. Welcome to the official leadership podcast. This is Behind the Mask. Hello, I'm Sophia, the director. And I'm Margo, the chief editor. And I'm Kai Chen, the assistant editor. And I'm Irene, the media manager. As you may know, um, we will be continuing to talk about depression. And today's subtopic is what are the different types of depression? Because not everyone may know, but you don't classify it as one thing. It can vary and it's different for everyone. Okay, we'd like to start today off with our quotes by Joseph Addison. What sunshine is to flowers, smiles are to humanity. These are but trifles to be sure, but scattered along life's pathway, the good they do is inconceivable. It gets just um, beautiful. So today, um, the subtopics we'll be discussing and actually, I was pretty surprised to learn that there is more than just one type of depression. Um, so there's major depression, the one that everyone is very familiar with, the one that's mainly discussed. There's bipolar disorder, persistent depressive disorder, and adjustment disorder. And there's definitely more out there, but these are just the main ones we'll be covering. Yeah, and the reason for that is because most youth tend to face these more often. Um, we'd like to also quickly note that this episode is not intended to diagnose anyone, as none of us are professional psychologists or psychiatrists, um, but rather to educate people, um, JLS students, about various types of depression that youth face and that their peers may be facing. Um, if you think you're depressed or anxious, please reach out to a professional. And with that, we'd like to continue. Irene, take it away. Okay, so I'll just be going over major depression, which is one that people are very familiar with. Um, it's just basically you feel as though you're sad all the time, or maybe you have a loss of interest in activities that normally make you feel good. Um, and most teens do um, go under this um, depression and you mainly get it from traumatic past experiences or instability in your life, right? And you feel like life isn't worth living. You have trouble doing stuff, you don't, you have loss of appetite, your schedule starts changing, you either sleep too much, too little, aren't tired, don't want to eat. Um, and, you know, this just does eventually lead to suicidal thoughts and suicide. So it is common in um, teenagers that are maybe in their high school years. But frankly, this can even range from younger and adults. Yeah, so the way I like to look at it is like, I feel like major depression is kind of like the huge umbrella over all the little um, types because it shares a lot of um, characteristics as other types um, and disorders relating to depression. 
And so you'll probably hear us um, talk about other types and say, hmm, that sounds a lot like major depression as well, because there's a lot of similarities between all of them. I like that analogy. Um, I, I agree with that. Um, with those similarities and um, there are, they are definitely all characterized in this like category of depression and that's basically what we're going to be covering um, these subcategories at this point where you have four. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about bipolar disorder. So um, bipolar depression or disorder, um, which uh, was previously known as maniac depression, but we don't call it that anymore. Um, it's when someone experiences extreme mood swings uh, that include emotional highs and lows. So during someone's emotional high, they could be experiencing something like mania or hypomania. This is when someone is usually sensitive, irritable, or in some cases, extremely happy. So this may not seem like depression, but um, it's much more than just feelings. It's, uh, it's, there's a lot of cognitive things with it. Uh, so at one's emotional lowest, they could be experiencing sadness, hopelessness, a loss of interest in everyday activities, like uh, major depression and just overall depression. It's a disorder that can affect sleep, energy, physical activity, judgment, behavior, and the ability to think when doing other tasks. And in se severe cases, uh, episodes can include hallucinations and delusions, but make sure to note that there are many different types of bipolar disorder understand that these symptoms and examples may not be the case for everyone. It, um, frankly, sorry. Um, do you want to go? No, 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 it's fine. You go ahead. Uh, so, um, like you were saying, kind of in the mood swing category, like having highs and lows, um, with, so that definitely does tie in with the major depression as well. So it is sort of like branching over everything. And with major depression, frankly, a lot of misconceptions with it is that you're sad all the time, but sometimes you feel nothing. Sometimes you can be in a relatively happy state and sometimes you can be extremely moody just in depression, right? It's not necessarily feeling sad all the time. Yeah, I think that's definitely an important distinction and um, thing to know. Um, even if you're not experiencing these things like all the okay. time. Yeah, I think that is an important distinction. I wanted to um, ask something. It's my understanding that those with bipolar um, like fluctuate in their moods um, quite frequently, right? Or is it like longer, more sustained episodes? Um, well, it depends for everyone. What I've read about it is that it can last for like two to three days, but usually not more than that. Um, but again, it really depends. There's no like standardized length. But yeah. 
it's definitely individual, like all things um, regarding depression. Um, yeah, okay. Thank you for clarifying that with me. Love to learn more. Yeah, so my topic is persistent depressive disorder. Well, it is called uh, dyssemia, actually. Okay, uh, persistent distress, depressive disorder, also called dyssemia, is a continuous long-term form of depression. Uh, you may lose interest in normal daily activities, feel hopeless, lack, lack productivity, and have low self-esteem and, uh, and over-feeling of inadequacy. This feeling lasts for years and may significantly interfere with your relationships, school, work, and daily activities. So, yeah, so it's really uh, affect your health. Well, if you have persistence distressed disorder, you may, you may find it hard to be a bit even on happy occasions. You may, you may be described as having a gloomy personality, constantly complaining or incapable of having fun. Though persistent depressive disorder is not as served as major depression, your current depressed mood may be mild, moderate or severe. Well, because of the chronic nature of persistent depressive disorder, coping with depression symptoms, symptoms can be challenging, but a combination of talk therapy, also called psychotherapy, and uh, medi medica medication can be effective in treating this condition. I like your points about how um, it actually affects your health because one thing that I've always found interesting is that mental health and physical health are interconnected and they're not singular, although we're taught like, oh, you need to keep um, your physical health up in schools, like in PE, and that's like a strong emphasis. Wow we like really should also be tackling mental health more. Yeah, I found it interesting that it can, like although it's not as severe as major depression, um, the topic that Irene was talking about, I think it is really crazy to think that it can last years and years and it, will interfere with your relationships and the way you do in your daily activities, school or work. Uh, yeah, um, it's pretty surprising to me that this goes years and years. Like you'd assume that depression, you, you know, find help within a year or so, or maybe it just um, sort of died down a bit. Um, for then but this is actually pretty insane the fact that it just goes on for years and years destroys relationships um and it also does tie in with um age depression as most do um with the loss of um interest in activities um guilt or worry sadness sleep problems it's just sort of a lack of daily structure 
I think that is what they all have in common. Yeah, that's, I'm going to bring back my analogy. The big umbrella of major depression and the little subtopics underneath. I think that, I mean, going through all of these topics, there's so many ways that they're connected. And then there are like the huge differences between all of them that makes them unique and different for everyone. And I think it's so interesting and important to not classify one person with one um, type or like, yeah, type, type or variation of depression. And that there's just so many different ways on how to express it. And I think that's, it's just, it's so crazy and like really important to realize. Yeah, and keep in mind that the four types of depression that we're covering in this episode are just the four that most affect youth. There are so many other types. Um, It's definitely something that if you feel you want to explore, you should do some research on. I did like your guys' points about the um, chronic and like ongoing nature of it. Um, I actually am going to cover one that is quite the opposite. Um, well, not quite the opposite, but different um, because it is situational depression. I am going to move on to situational depression, which is an basically a um, result of an adjustment disorder. Um, Similar to bipolar um, disorder, my apologies, Um, it is, there's definitely um, fluctuations in mood and situational depression is short term, unlike bipolar. disorder and is a stress-related type of depression. It's oftentimes triggered by dramatic or unexpected changes in someone's life, such as like a move or a loss. Um, And that is one reason why youth tend to face it a lot. And although it is short-term, it does affect like all areas of someone's life. And it is important to diagnose, even if it is short-term, because it affects them so severely and um, it can be reoccurring. Um, It's those with adjustment disorders take longer to recover from such traumatic events um, and often have anxious or depressed feelings in the process of their recovery. Um, And it often creates strain in relationships with those around them, which unfortunately contributes to it. Um, And they often have difficulty adjusting to everyday life because of that, um, therefore affecting every um, aspect of their life. And of course, just as every other form of depression and as Margot mentions, um, 
there are numerous symptoms and they vary heavily from person to person. There's no one size fits all when it comes to depression. Um, so it really is important to understand yourself or others as they face things such as this, because although it is this light, large umbrella, as Margot mentioned, there are so many little facets to it. And um, it really is something that like very individual and um, needs to be addressed as such. Um, I believe we have a story next. Okay, so yep. this story will, yeah, okay. <gasps> um, ooh, voice crack. Um, this story will be focusing on atypical depression, which unfortunately we did not cover um, as it is generally not as prevalent among youth, although it is definitely something that youth do face, and it is something that is important to um, address. So this person's parents divorced, and they were struggling with grasping this, and struggling with grasping the fact that they were moving a lot, losing friends. They began questioning why their life was this, rather than trying to um, figure out a solution and, and heal from that event. Um, they began losing friends because of it and as they were in this transitional phase um, and they were battling with themselves internally trying to act like everything is normal, everything is okay, hiding the fact that they were struggling and facing this hardship. Um, they started to lose interest in school and their extracurricular activities as it began to progress and get worse, um, which made, which basically sent them into a downward spiral of sorts where their depression got worse as they began becoming disappointed in themselves. They couldn't focus and they didn't feel that they needed to reach out or felt like they couldn't because they were afraid to talk about this portion of their life that they were struggling with. So instead, they coped by crying and disguising themselves as okay. Um, no one knew that they were struggling and they often, they seemed normal because they were facing atypical depression, meaning they, their depressed um, mood, I, I want to say, um, kind of was relieved by a happy event, something that um, brought joins to their lives, which is similar to different things because it's not like not a singular thing um, affecting it. Um, and they didn't realize that they were facing depression because of this. Um, so later, 
Um, they realized that, as we pointed out in this episode, depression comes in all different forms. And they, um, they ended up actually recovering by looking for distractions and taking time to themselves and relaxing. And they found their happy place, um, which was writing, and began to form strong friendships and live a balanced life. Um, and at that point, they found themselves in a much better place than they were previously, even though they still do grapple with their um, hardships of the past. Yeah, I think, I think that's a perfect example of someone who like may have been lost and then like had this sort of denial maybe I don't really know but it seems as if the person had a sort of denial or like doubt like no I I don't have depression and then um looking closer you realize oh like depression means so many different things and I think that's really important to share that you really, you don't, I know we've been stressing this a lot, but like, you don't have to be necessarily like the saddest of sadness to be um, depressed. You could be sad and then be happy and then be sad again, um, mm -hmm. similar to bipolar, but definitely not to that extreme in this situation but um you could be like in this weird in between and still be depressed yeah I think it I think I want to build off on that a little bit as we've mentioned quite a bit in this episode depression doesn't take one form and you don't have to deal with it in one form either um although although it is sometimes it sometimes does give you a sense of closure to um put a label on something and understand it you don't necessarily have to do that to heal but it is important to seek help when you need it um and really understand and internalize that this is okay this is normal and i think that's well it's not it's not normal but it's common and it's not something that you alone are facing and you don't have to face it alone either because there's so many people out there and there's so many resources that you can turn to um it's really just important to keep in mind that it is easier to deny the fact that you may be suffering or um dealing with these um surviving um, these mood disorders or um, depression itself um, but mm -hmm. it can give you a sense of closure I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah that's very important yeah I don't know if any of you guys have anything else to say in terms of that I don't I don't really have anything to say about the story um, Irene, do you have anything to add? Yeah, this um, 
this story probably does apply to so many um, people out there. It does happen. It's a very common thing as well, right? Divorce isn't something that's uncommon. I think it does happen to most families now. So it is just important to note that like, um, you don't realize it, but depression is definitely a lot more widespread than you notice because people normally hide it and most of the time they don't seek help. So just keep a mental note that depression is happening even though you're not aware of it. Yeah, and I just want to say to whoever um, submitted the story, you are so brave and I'm so happy that you're in a better place. I truly am and I know I'm speaking for all of us. Um, I'm really happy that you found your happy place in writing and um, kind of came to terms with what you're struggling with and it is very common to undergo like such traumas or um, things like divorce and it is very important to keep that in mind Um, as someone even if you aren't dealing with depression. Just a quick note so if you have a story or experience that you would like to share with us anonymously, please uh, please submit your story or experience um, through our Google form. It is on our website. So please, please check that out. You have no idea how helpful it is. It is really hard to get people to do that. So thank you for those who have already submitted their story. Um, the podcast seriously depends on it. So please, if you have a story, please submit it. Um, and just so just know it's completely anonymous. We have no clue who does it. So yeah. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Yep, definitely important. Um, so we'd like to leave you with some final thoughts now. Um, I would like everyone to remember that depression is a healing process and takes time and everyone's journey is different and everyone heals differently. Yeah, um, so with that, our support causes goes to the ADAA, um, which is the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. And again, we are not professionals on this. So if you really, do think that you're depressed, please seek help or talk to someone you trust. Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, the next one will be present soon, just like this. Um, great. Anything to add, everyone? I believe that's it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. This is Behind the Mask. Thank you.